Hey, I'm Russ. And I'm Steve. Growing up in the 80s, we were introduced to video games, movies, and technology that made a lasting impression on us and forever enriched our lives. I think I'm gonna cry! It's been a fascinating journey to be a part of, one that we constantly treasure. Fire! Booty! Our goal is simple. Share our magical moments of discovery and geek out with lovely folks. Just like you! Uh, achievement unlocked! So if you crave pixel goodness, memorable moments, and experiences that make your inner child do the happy dance, you've come to the right place. Let's do this! Welcome to Joygasm! <laughs> yeah! Welcome back to Joygasm. My name is Russ, Xbox Live Toaster 360, and joining me at the proverbial hip, Steve, Xbox Live, Steve Vich, as we begin episode 25 on this July 15th, 2017. If you have a question, comment, or just want to show us some love, you can find us on Twitter at JoygasmTV. We're also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash JoygasmTV, which is your one-stop shop for all things movies, video games, geek culture. I mean, come on. You want you want your fill of the day? You go there. We're also on SoundCloud.com slash JoygasmTV for those of you who do not listen to us on the podcasts. And we're also on YouTube. Just do a search for us on YouTube um, with Joygasm TV, and you should be able to find us. We're probably about six or seven down on the search results. We're making our way up to the top. But if there's anything that's very true about us is that we're tenacious. We will get to the very top spot. I have no doubt. Our main topic of the day will be San Diego Comic-Con, as it's right around the corner. It's next week. But first things first. Steve, how you doing? Russ! <laughs> <laughs> it's been a good night. It's been a good day. Has Got it been some... a good week? Uh, I wouldn't go that far, Russ. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, did you just pop a couple of Prozac before the show, Steve? <laughs> Actually, I got some uh, uninterrupted sleep last night, so uh, for me, that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. Usually doesn't happen very often, so uh, when it does happen, I'm uh, very rejoiceful. Rejoiceful? Are you, are you glad in it? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, what have you been playing? What have you been watching? I haven't been playing that much. Uh, the only thing I can, I can re- report is that uh, I got my second star in Overwatch. Oh, second star from uh, from the first star. So that means I'm level at uh, level two hundred. Not oh not- the, the the leveling up of the XP. Gotcha. For right. some reason, I was I yeah. thought you were talking about the competitive play. I was like, I don't don't know mm. the star thing you're talking about. But yeah, you're talking about the uh, the headshot profile thing. Right. Congratulations. Thank you very much, Russ. And just so uh, you know, it's not hundred. It's hundred. Uh, honored. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure. Whatever spins your beans. You can say it like that. Uh, otherwise, I've been watching a couple things. I uh, I finally got around to watching that desk for uh, Black Sales that I got in the mail. Oh, from Netflix. Okay, so first impressions are what? Uh, I'm glad I'm binge watching it and not waiting like every other Wednesday or whatever day it was out on yeah. uh, Stars Network. So I think I'd get a little too bored mm-hmm. uh, with it. So it's it's intriguing enough to maybe get the second disc and go, hey, what's going on here? But it's not. It's not like a. I don't think it's a blockbuster show or anything. Yeah. Um. 
But it, it's it's something different, you know, on the high seas and pirates here. And it reminds me a lot of Black Flag, uh, a ton of Black Flag. Yeah. Um, minus the uh, parkour. I don't. I haven't <laughs> seen either one of those. <laughs> so anyhow. Well, Black Flag, you're talking about uh, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's, uh, Assassin's Creed. Creed. I almost said it wrong there, but I had to correct my So um, anyhow, beyond that, I started watching... And I can't watch any more of it because there was only one season and it was like five episodes. Netflix's own Castlevania. Oh, so how is it? Uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's it, anime it, style, right? It's totally anime style. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a little bit in there w- with CG. I think. I mean, I mean, what do I know? But it looks like it's some some CG. But like ninety percent, ninety five percent, all anime style. Is the animation good quality? It's it's what you'd expect. Yeah, but, but it's not like well, like some of the older anime movies where it, the the frames are few and far yeah, between. No. It's a lot more fluid. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Uh, so anyhow, it sticks really close with the video game. Uh huh. Um, the Belmont family. Yeah. So that that's that's definitely pretty cool. The episodes are only like twenty two minutes long, mm-hmm. so they're real short. There's only like five of them, so I thought, yeah, I was watch the first episode and see how it is. I'm like, it's over already. Oh, okay. okay, next episode. Okay, next episode. I was going to finish the whole entire thing. I didn't think there was only like five. So, um, I mean, it's 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 okay. Okay. Um, there's, uh, it's, I think I remember Trevor Belmont in the last Castlevania, mm-hmm. the Lords of Shadow. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. They can, they continued with it. Um, I don't want to give away the story or anything, but, uh, there's definitely a lot of bitterness right there. And, um. Some uh, some pros and cons with the with the priesthood that's going that's going on. So um, I don't know. At first, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this, and I thought, yeah, let's keep watching, let's give it another shot and sure. see what happens. So anyhow, that's uh, that's but, all I have to report. But you'd recommend it though, like, um, or, or are you ambivalent? I, I think if if any fan of the game um, I'm a fan. has Netflix, you you should definitely give it a shot. I have Netflix too. Uh. Otherwise, um, if someone's not really into, you know, the vampires, vampires, uh-huh. uh, then they probably won't care for it. Or if they're not, they, they don't care for the the anime style. I I, th- I think the anime is really cool. Yeah. I, I, I do miss it, honestly. Oh, um, dude, I love me some anime. Yeah. There's, there's something about anime where you can draw the exact expression you want and you can have the characters do exactly what you want to uh, without having to direct an, an actual real life actor, which mm-hmm. there's a lot to be appreciated for, in my opinion. I, I do like the anime. I'm glad they went that style too. Honestly. Cool. Oh yeah. Uh, there's a lot of vampire flicks out there, and I think to have another real life thing, you know, I don't, eh, eh. But uh, you know, I got to I got to thinking a little about the about the the Witcher series that's coming out. If they're actually going to go anime style or they're going to go real life, I haven't I haven't. Uh, I think that's live action. Really? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Either way, I, I you know. I kind of want them to go anime style. <laughs> I, I think it would be awesome anime because it, it could certainly be cool. Yeah, all the little trailers that they they've come out with The Witcher for the the game, like for Blood and Wine and whatnot, mm-hmm. have been really like top notch in my opinion. I mean, give me goosebumps. I need to get back into that game again. I know. Why? Well, I, I want to play. The thing is, I was going to play it again, uh-huh. and um, I don't, and I still want to. But hearing about how good the Xbox One X is going to make everything. Uh, look, uh-huh. uh huh, or like your existing games. Maybe better. Just, you're just gonna wait until that comes out and see if there is a change. <laughs> I don't know, Rod. 
I might have to wait. I don't know if I can wait, though. Well, there's so many other games to play. You'll be fine. I love me some Witcher. Mm. You're not saying it correctly, Steve. The Witcher! There you go! <laughs> We're gonna have to get a, a saying for each and every game that we play. Oh, don't you worry. We will. I think the, we got I think we got Assassin's Creed down, we got Overwatch down, we got Forza down, uh, we got Witcher down. And uh, so I think we're going. I think we're doing pretty good so far. We're doing pretty good. Yeah, I don't think we have anything. Well, I guess the the COD and Battlefield is kind of. We don't have anything for injustice. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out. Or you just have to stop playing that game altogether. No. <laughs> I love that game. <laughs> what about you? I have been working on the. Wait, 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 wait. How are you doing? Oh. How you doing, Russ? I, I was wondering if you were curious how I was doing. <laughs> I would say I'm I'm feeling inspired, Steve. I think that that's a, that's the best way to go about it. I like inspired. Mm-hmm. Like there are times when I don't feel particularly inspired. I, I feel rather uninspired. <laughs> but this time, uh, yeah, it's it's been really cool, and I think it's just because of uh, some of the the things that have been transpiring as of late. Good. I've been working on the Joygasm official website. Yes! And I think that you right now need to take out your phone, Steve. It's already taken out, Rose. It's just sitting right next to me here on the table. Well, then what you need to do what I need to do right is you need to access the web. The interwebs. And what I want you to do is I want you to go to joygasm.tv. Let's see here. Joygasm dot TV. And that's, that's it. it. That's it. I'm going to hit go. Loading. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're seeing there is the coming soon page. And it's just, it's a very small step for the Joygasm man, but one giant leap for the Joygasm family. <laughs> Indeed. And so what you see there is, is just a small flag in the sand of the, the, the interwebs. But what I've placed there is a, a notify me button that folks can tap on. And all it does is it takes you to another screen. It gives you a little blurb about what's to come. And at the bottom, it gives you the option of entering in your email address to notify you when the official Joygasm website is live. So am I the first to hit notify me? No, actually, you're uh, not. What? But you could be Nuts. the second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, a close number two. There you go. What was it? What was it back in the day? First, the worst. Second, the best. I don't know. One of those old elementary school uh, third, the turd. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. It's it's a long, long days past. <laughs> However, I was excited to show that to you just because now we actually have something there. It's it's um, uh, just a little glimpse into what's going to happen. And I've also started working on the actual official website. And so it's going to be pretty cool. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a lot of these different ideas that are swirling around in this noggin of mine to see if I can actually turn it into something cohesive. But the, the plan is, is that the official website should be going up probably in August sometime. Mm, that's a good, it's right around the corner. Don't hold me to that. I'm going to hold you. <laughs> I'm going to caress you. I might mind hold you in the headlock. Um, I'm going to goose you. I'm still going to hold you. <laughs> <laughs> I might just bear hug you. Um, <laughs> I love this guy! <laughs> <laughs> 
I was going to go to a chiropractor, <laughs> but not anymore. You're like, I'm going to give you a <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My squiggly spooge. <laughs> Uh, but other than that, though, the, the biggest thing that I've been doing is just on Thursday, this was past Thursday night, I got to take the wife awesome. on a date. Fantastic. And we went to go see Hans Zimmer in concert. Zimmer. And so for those of you who don't know who Hans Zimmer is, Hans Zimmer is a fantastic composer from Hollywood. He has scored several films over the last, I'd say, 30 years, um, thereabouts. Big ones such as Gladiator, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Crimson Tide, The The Rock. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. The Batman, Christopher Nolan trilogy. Yep. uh, Inception. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What else is he? He's done Thelma and Louise. Oh, that's back in the day. Yes, very much so. He did Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. Okay. Uh, so many. Oh, Man of Steel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this, I'm just going on the over. I can't even talk. I'm just listing this off the top of my head. But anyway, he has this huge catalog of films. And for one night only, he was in there. And I just actually just stumbled upon it on Facebook about six months ago. It was one of those suggested posts. And this is one of the things I just love about how Facebook advertises because they actually take your information and will send you advertisements that you'd actually be interested in, that you would actually want to click on as opposed to being random. Yeah. Or stuff that you don't even care about. Yeah, and this has been a bucket list item for me personally just because um, he doesn't do tours. This is the very first, to my knowledge, and I think he said it at the, the concert, if I understood him correctly, this is the very first time he's actually gone on tour doing concerts because, and it's listed in the program, he has a history of stage fright. Mm. And so he, you know, he's always in his studio cranking out these these different scores and is is tremendously talented but just he doesn't really go out in public well the guy now is 59 years old he's you know he's getting up there and so he's he's doing this for the first time where he's going across to different cities in america and then he's going to go over to europe and and continue the tour (laughs) so i felt really fortunate to be able to to jump on that and go and man it was incredible stage fright until he receives the check (laughs) <laughs> I'm not frightened anymore. Where are we going next? Let's make it an international tour. Well, and that's the thing is like a lot of <laughs> artists. I have no idea what he's doing right now. <laughs> that was the gladiator. Oh, uh-huh. thank you. You're, 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 you're a little off key there, Steve. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm not Hans Zimmer, Russ. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to do all the orchestral instruments at once oh, okay. through my mouth. So, <laughs> Artists, like especially ones that, that are like more of the orchestral composers and whatnot, they tend to be a little more reclusive. And so it's nice to see him come out and do this. And um, I have the program right here. Um, you can take a look at it. I posted um, these pictures on my, my personal Facebook page. And actually, I'll probably post some of these on the Joygasm site too. But if you're uh, interested, there's the, the man himself on the cover there. I would have thought uh, Pink Floyd there at first. Yeah, no, it's it's really cool. He played the banjo. He played several different types of acoustic guitars, electric guitars, uh, played the piano. He had some sort of synthesizer keyboards set up there. I mean, he was bouncing from place to place uh, doing all this. And uh, I ended up recording some of of the the tracks that I want to share just these, these little excerpts from to give you an idea, and this is, you know, for the folks who are listening, um, 
I, I'm just a huge fan of soundtracks. It just goes hand in hand with the movies in terms of, um, the, you know, 50% of the experience of going to a film is the sound. And in addition to the sound effects, you also have the scores that are there. And I think it's, it's, it's definitely a treat for the ears, especially for folks who love podcasts to be able to listen to this. And this does not even begin to do justice to what, it, you know, how, how the whole thing sounded. Cause when you are sitting in the amphitheater and you are just surrounded by this music, all of the musicians that are up there are, are the, the folks who he works with on a daily basis in Hollywood and so it's just fantastic to see just that sheer level of creative talent that just immerses you as just the, the person enjoying the show. Um, so here, as you're looking through the program, I'm going to hopefully not blast your ears out, Steve. Let's see what we can do here. But this first one, um, I'll play a little excerpt from him doing, uh, I believe it's Sherlock Holmes. Let's give a listen. So the, you can hear just, just this huge amount of, of music being played by just all these different talented artists up on stage. And one of the treats for me personally for this particular song is the fact that I never knew what instrument was being played for that, that, that kind of the, the lead um, instrument, that, that dun, da, da, dun, da, da, dun, da, da. it's a banjo. <laughs> it was just great. You can hear it like at the very end. Oh, actually. Like, I guess they didn't do that last little dun, 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 dun. So anyway, that was the first one I wanted to, to share with you. And we, we truly have people like this. This is Serena Russell. So I believe this is when um, he's about to play Gladiator. And she was the bridesmaid. And you, you keep saying you were really well behaved. I seem to have different memories, but that's okay. Um, so she's going to sing, and then this man here, this is sort of a national treasure. Yeah, this, this guy's awesome. This is my friend Pedro Iscas from Venezuela. So each one of his... Everybody on the stage in one way or the other has this, but there's something that happens with this instrument when he plays it. Technique and an enormous amount of heart. So, Nick, go, go on, mate. Give us a Check this out. So here we go. This guy's a woodwind master. Oh my god. 
that incredible? Yeah. <clears throat> Brings me back to the movie. It takes you back to ancient realm. And gladiator. Husband to a murdered wife. Father to a murdered son. There you go. And I'll have my vengeance in this life or the next. There singing. I got goosebumps. I, I mean, I look, look at my arms, dude. I got chills again. So the gentleman who was doing the woodwinds is Pedro Ustache. He's from Venezuela. He's tremendously talented. Yeah, I think I heard Mr. Hans uh, Zimmer say that in his opening line there. It's just crazy to listen to. You're, you're just transported instantly back to being in the theater watching the film. I'm going to skip ahead here. What are we doing live? That goes in eternity. There you go. <laughs> Just hearing this live, this recording does not begin to do this justice. You're in there and you're you're just moved by these stirring strings in the background, the brass. And there are five guitarists all sitting there together in the front. So anyway, I could go on and on and on, but I just want to give these little excerpts and yeah. I, I cannot recommend uh, folks to see this enough. If, if they're, if he's coming to your city and there are still tickets available, you've got to check this out. But I want to play just a couple more samples because I, I just really, really am uh, blown away by this. I couldn't tell. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> here is Batman. Bup, bup. And you can tell the, the audience goes nuts as soon as they, they recognize it. Yes. The guy who just said yes needs to sit down and shut up. <laughs> 
So that sound that you're seeing, that the the woman is playing like an electronic, like bass cello or a cello of some sort. This is from The Dark Knight. And this is, of course, the, the heist with the Joker. forward here a bit to uh, where you start to hear more of the Batman theme. Themes will be good, Russ. Huh? Themes will be good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think it's... Some of the, the Batman stuff. It's just incredible. I will play for you one more excerpt here. Which one should I do? The phone actually records pretty good. I'm kind of amazed because typically if you record at a live event, there's so much bass and so much volume that uh, it ends up coming out distorted. I remember when I was at a Smashing Pumpkins concert and I was trying to <laughs> record something. I'm like, oh, I'm totally going to play this back and it's going to relive the moment. And then uh, I play it back. I'm like, yeah, I can hear it. I mean, it's there, but it's like. Yeah, there's like way too much distortion exactly. and everything else. Yeah. Man of Steel. All right, here we go. Man of Steel. Okay. <laughs> 
people were just telling Hans, I love you, Hans. Or, you make it good. He's like, okay. I got enough stage fries as it is. And don't make me mess up. gotta be moving for him in a way because you know if he's if he doesn't normally do tours yeah or live audience uh you know stuff like this uh performances to see all the fans of your work when you don't normally see i mean that's right. gotta be moving that's gotta be touching oh yeah it's gotta be exhilarating you know he's not some rock star who's used to like pandering to the crowds and yeah. that sort of thing i mean coming out there like that as a person like him it's not the it's not the celebrity you know the main actor he's the music director yeah. and all these people show up for him that that's really cool yeah forgot the lines of this movie I'm trying to think of them but I can see it though uh-huh Beginning, isn't it? Uh, oh, I can see it. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. You look at uh, your arms. You're getting chills, aren't you? Okay. Yeah. Just wait till they, they all of a sudden bust out. But you can totally see Superman walking out there. Well, I can hear Superman's dad like uh, blessing him. Yeah. see him like all of a sudden like bending down before he launches up into the sky Oh, well, that's one of the greatest things about going to these concerts is that you will pick up certain qualities of the noise or, or sound art that you wouldn't recognize or, or hear in the theater. I mean, it, it's, it's so amazing to be there in person. It just transcends everything else. You're just like, my gosh, you can hear everything.
bass cellos come in like that. Oh my gosh, dude, it gives me chills. You can feel it vibrating off your chest. Now, one of the things that he does here at the very end is a surprise. No one saw this. Yeah. Do you recognize it? It's a movie that we just watched. This was not on the program. This was like a huge surprise. Everyone's like, what? That's cool. So anyway, special treat there. Uh, he played some Wonder Woman. Um, he had a fun line here at the end that I just want to play before I wrap this up. Ultimately, this is the lesson I learned. It's all right being a man, but if you want real power, you bring the Wonder Women to the front of the stage. So what was cool about that was that um, he had all of the ladies in his orchestra come forward for the Wonder Woman segment. So they were all front center stage playing whichever instrument that they were playing. And it was just great to like have that moment to just, you know, give them props for, for being there and playing. And they were amazing. I mean, just, just you watch each one of them playing their respective instrument. Um, yeah, they were hot, Russ. What? <laughs> Simpleton? <laughs> Tina, uh, I think her last name is pronounced Gao Guo, Guo, Gao. It's G-U-O. Anyway, she's from China and uh, she was the one who was using that, uh, that more electronic style cello. Um, super talented, but um, there are many others that were there, whether they were played the, the bass guitar or the percussion or um, violin. It just, there were several people. And what was really neat too was that he took um, a moment to also talk about how he has folks from all over the world who are um, a part of his orchestra. And it was great that he took the time to be able to introduce each one and say where they're from, that sort of thing. But um, anyway, just wanted to share both with you, Steve, as well as our listeners, that experience, because it seriously was just a, an amazing show. My wife loved it, too. I actually made a joke at the end of the show saying how my pores on my skin are exhausted from closing up and you know doing the goosebumps and chills <laughs> so many times over and over and over uh, because there are so many songs in there that I, I personally celebrate uh, with his catalog. I, I've, you, know, you know me, I've listened to that stuff countless amounts of times and mm -hmm. uh, just uh, the movie comes back and, and it's just great to, to just immerse myself into more of that emotionally driven abstract sound art uh, because it's it's very much in its own field when you compare it to just more mainstream, typical kind of music and stuff. So you can uh, purchase a lot of Hans Zimmer's music from Warner Brothers Pictures Music. In fact, a lot of the music that you heard, including the upcoming Dunkirk soundtrack, which mm -hmm. I'm very excited about. I cannot wait to get my grubby little hands on that. Uh, but yeah, I cannot recommend it enough. It's it's uh, It's super cool. Speaking of which, doesn't that come out uh, next week? Oh, I think you're right. I think it does come out sometime next mm -hmm. week. Thinking bro date. Oh. IMAX. Absolutely. 
freaking lutely. Mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan, Hans Zimmer. I'm pumped. I'll make sure I have that day off. Or that <laughs> night off. Why don't you make sure you pencil me in? <laughs> yeah. Scratch that. Pin me in. I don't want it to be erased. Mm-hmm. What about if it's erasable pen? Well, now you're just getting all <laughs> kinds of too fancy. For <laughs> We're going back kind. to fifth grade here. <laughs> anyway, uh, other than that, I was just playing, you know, your typical Overwatch as well as some other games. But for the most part, that was the, the big thing, the big kahuna right mm-hmm. there. I, I was very excited to be able to share that with you, Steve. And it actually, it occurs to me as I am uh, chatting with you, being mm-hmm. chatty Kathy, you have never been to an orchestral sound track oriented experience no. have you no that's gonna change i'm here to tell you right now in front of everyone who is listening to us oh boy i'm gonna shanghai you along i think that mm. perhaps we should go see john williams i knew you were gonna say john williams. or danny elfman oh you know you let me know wh- what kind of music is more your bag and i will do the the due diligence or not, maybe not the type of music because they're all kind of orchestral in their own sense maybe that the type but if there's of certain movie soundtracks of like. the movies yeah yeah all there you go <clears throat> anyway what how about we get into some movie news okay Rod. Right. that sound good to you that sounds great to me Raj. well ha, 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 get your glow ha. sticks out <laughs> <laughs> Quentin Tarantino to take on Mansion, or no, excuse me, Manson rumors. I am just really messing this up. Let me sort of whoop. You're Zimmerfied. Yeah, I know. I, uh, <laughs> Quentin Tarantino to take on Manson murders in new film. Sources close to Tarantino say that he will write and direct the historical film and regular collaborators Harvey and Bob Weinstein are also involved. The Hollywood Reporter reports that the project is currently being shopped to studios for co-financing with the aim to start production in 2018. Brad Pitt and Jennifer Lawrence have reportedly been approached to be involved in the film. The film may center around the 1969 murder spree conducted by four members of the Manson family, a cult led by Charles Manson. The murders took place in the home of actress Sharon Tate, who was killed at eight months pregnant alongside four others. Manson and the other members of his quote-unquote family were sentenced to life imprisonment in 1971. Still there, by the way. It sounds like a cheery film, doesn't it, Steve? Yeah. Take the wife to that one, Russ. <laughs> sure it'll be a romantic evening. Yeah, you think? Uh, Ryan Reynolds congratulates Wonder Woman on passing Deadpool at the box office. As you probably saw, Steve, on Facebook.com slash TV, after the DC film passed Deadpool at the North American box office over the weekend, Reynolds took to Instagram to congratulate the superhero on her success. Reynolds posted a picture of Deadpool forming a heart shape around a gold chain of Wonder Woman's logo, along with a characteristically cheeky message saying, quote, the Merc may be filthier, but her B.O. is stronger. Congrats, Wonder Woman, end quote. <laughs> Christopher Nolan, remastering Dark Knight Trilogy for 4K. Oh, man, talk in, to me. <laughs> in an interview with BadTaste.it, Nolan reveals, his personally in, or reveals that he is personally involved in the 4K remastering process of his films. The filmmaker is excited about the remasters, particularly because, according to Nolan, 4K is currently the best way to get the home video audience closer to the 6K resolution his films were shot on. 
Oh, so wait, should we wait for the six cameras? That's a good camera. You know, Steve, I just might pick up both. <laughs> Quote, so as home video formats keep evolving, 4K, particularly 4K with HDR, it allows us to give somebody at home an experience that's much closer to what it was like to see the original film prints as projected on film, said Nolan. It's a long, complicated process that we're going that we're doing right now, but I think the results I'm seeing are very pleasing and very spectacular. End quote. I have that one on DVD, so maybe I should upgrade because I was thinking, man, that's the one I don't have on Blu-ray yet. Well, and I think that as you see the formats get better and better, movies like that, you're just gonna <laughs> the the quality of just what what was going on, whether the cinematography or the post processing and just everything about that film you're just gonna be like yes yeah it's absolutely. funny because I uh, certain certain movies that are classics and very near and dear to my heart I w just upgraded to blu-ray thinking that oh yeah I've got to get upgrade that and then the four king was on me thinking huh <laughs> I'm glad I got the blu-ray I guess but no I want the 4k yeah now I don't want to get like six copies of the same movie all in different you know what it's gonna I only have so much space I can store it well there is an alternative to that Instead of buying the physical copy, you could probably just buy it digitally. You know, if you will go into Amazon with Amazon Prime or, or, you know, if Netflix carries it for a while or through iTunes. Yeah. Something along those lines, you could probably get it set up. Although they may also try and block you that way as well. Just, oh, you <laughs> yeah. bought that? Oh, well, now we have this one. And now you get to yep. buy it all over again. So you may be yep. safer just to... Approach from the rental capacity. You know what I want them to release in 4K is the original, unedited, unaltered Star Wars trilogy. Yes. I think there are many who would agree with you. Are you listening, Disney? <laughs> you know they are, they're considering it. <laughs> Wonder Woman 2, rumored to be set in the 1980s. Production details reportedly obtained by Screen Rant indicated that Wonder Woman 2 will be set during the 1980s and pit Diana against the Soviet Union in the Cold War's <laughs> last days. The rap has sub subsequently reported that Screen Rant's findings are correct. Producer Jeff Johns will return and is currently developing a script for the sequel with Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins. Screen Rant also reports that Chris Pine will return as Diana's love interest, Steve Trevor. Considering he was in a plane that blew up at the end of Wonder Woman, it'll be interesting to see how they weave his character into a new story if the report turns out to be true. Because, I mean, he's pretty much dead. I don't really see... Uh... But hey, you know what? That's, that, that, is, that is the beauty of storytelling. You never know. <laughs> Daniel Craig reportedly re reprising James Bond role. Yep. Adele could sing theme again. Oh! Mirror reports producer Barbara... Broccoli. <laughs> I'm, I really hope I'm saying that correctly. Recently secured Craig for the next Bond film and is now working on getting Adele to once again sing its theme song. The Grammy-winning singer-songwriter previously recorded the theme for 2012's Skyfall. While doing press for Spectre in 2015, Craig said he'd rather, quote, slash my wrists, end quote, than, rather, than return for another Bond film. Which, I mean, I see. Well, yeah, he must not really enjoy it. Yeah, uh, really. I could be wrong. He went on to say if he were to reprise his role, quote, it would only be for the money. 
Okay, that's what I was thinking about. I'm like, well, you're going to get paid if you have nothing else going on. A year later, Craig changed his tune, saying, quote, as far as I'm concerned, I've got the best job in the world. I'll keep doing it as long as I still get a kick out of it. If I were to stop doing it, I would miss it terribly, end quote. Yeah, we're all friends still, right, guys? I mean, you think when, when, I, when I said slash my wrists, I meant it in the most friendly way possible. Yeah, it, it makes me think that there is probably someone in the, the studio who had a little chit-chat. Yeah. You want me to help you with that, Craig? <laughs> oh, uh, no. Not today. Uh, last but not least, Spider-Man Homecoming Thursday night box office results revealed. Peter Parker made a triumphant return to the top of the North American box office as the comic book tentpole Spider-Man Homecoming opened at number one with a stellar $117 million, according to studio estimates. This is not really much of a surprise. I just wanted to be able to talk about the uh, the actual price and, you know, did well. You know, I read something, uh, I think either today or yesterday, that said that this latest Spider-Man has the most cussing in it that of all the of all the Spider-Mans. Actually, I believe that because yeah. there were there were moments. <laughs> yeah. I, I think there was one part too where someone flipped someone else off in the movie too. It's like, oh, that's a first for a Spider-Man yeah. flume. <laughs> <laughs> really getting into the high school spirit. Of yeah, that's that's how it makes it more believable, right there. Yeah, exactly. All the cursing. So the main topic of the day is going to be San Diego Comic-Con. And I have a huge list of different items that you can expect at this year's event. What would that be, Russ? I Well, before I dive into it, mm, I would like to give a special thanks to four people uh, who have compiled this list. The first of which... Our good, good old friend, Brad. I knew you were going to say that. I was going to jump you to it. And his lovely nice. wife, Teresa, oh. as well as Chris and Candice, all of whom um, are going to be attending this year's Comic-Con. They've been going to Comic-Con for the last... I'm going to... I'm just going to... Do put a, a shot in the dark. I'm gonna fire off a shot in the dark. How about this? Uh, let's go with eight years. They've been going to Comic Con for eight years, and I'm sure my phone will be blowing up at any time here, and they'll be saying, "You're wrong." No, it's this. But um, that's what I'm thinking. They've been going for quite a while. They are diehard fans of going, and uh, they should be because it is the mecca of all things awesome, and the mecca of improving your immunities. That too. As you learned at the <laughs> yeah. Dallas Comic-Con. Man. <laughs> Good grief. So for, for the uninitiated, the San Diego Comic-Con is pretty much the Comic-Con to go to. And actually what's interesting too is that Disney has a show that goes on just before Comic-Con commences called D23, which I believe all four of those lovely human beings are going to also attend. So they're just going to be having a blasty blast next week, all through next week. Comic-Con itself starts next Wednesday, which, I, what is that, July 19th? Sure, Russ. I think it's July 19th, uh, which is preview night, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is just all... Comic-Con madness! Yes, where you have hundreds of, th literally hundreds of thousands. I believe it's between 130 to 200,000 people that, that go to this particular Comic-Con. It's uh, insane. I've, I've had the pleasure of going three years in a row. And uh, I have not gone uh, the last several years here, but I miss it terribly. It's it's one of those like trips to geek mecca that you should 
take. And uh, if you've never gone, you have to go at least one time to experience what it's like. But wasn't wifey uh, pregnant the last time you were there, Rose? She was actually. Um, That's hardcore. That. <laughs> I, I feel like I, I got my hardcore stripes by doing that. She, and, and she was an absolute saint going in that kind of condition. But uh, yeah, we spent the night out in the uh, the, the very famous <laughs> Hall H line uh, with her being, I believe it was six months pregnant. Let me see. Let's see. My, my daughter was born in November. So let's see. July, August, September, October. Uh, okay. Minus, yeah. <laughs> she was five months pregnant. Um. So yeah, no, it, it, it was definitely a, a bit of a sacrifice on her part, and um, but it was still great to be able to go and be able to check out all that there is to offer at Comic Con. So this year, uh, let me see. I'm gonna go down my list here. Let us start off with Black Eyed Peas, and this is what's interesting is that San Diego Comic Con has really evolved over the years. In the early '90s, it was just predominantly comic books, which makes sense. It's a comic con. But however, um, as time marched on, and you had movie studios who began to create these comic book films, they began to also have a presence at the convention, as well as the video game publishers. And soon, you started having celebrities come as a result, whether it was in the music industry. So really, I mean, San Diego Comic Con has turned into this huge, just just overarching entertainment venue where it doesn't matter if you're into movies or music or video games or comic books, whatever it, it anything basically in that realm is going to be there. Money machine. Exactly. So let's see here. Black eyed peas on will. I am. That's right. Will you aren't Friday, July 21st <laughs> from 2 PM to 4 PM. They should be making a booth appearance and book signing at Marvel comics booth number two, three, two, nine. On Saturday, July 22nd, uh, from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m., Masters of the Sun book panel discussion hosted by Axel Alonzo, who is the editor-in-chief of Marvel. I almost thought you were going to say hosted by Axel Rose. <laughs> wow, really? Nothing known heavens, yeah! Man. Let me see here. So, and then finally, on Saturday, July 22nd, from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m., there will be a BEP appearance plus panel at the VRCon at the Omni Hotel. So if you're a Black Eyed Peas fan, you might want to check out one of those appearances. Let's see here. Are you a Black Eyed Peas fan? I, I, they, they got some, some good music. I... Uh, they're kind of hit and miss. I have uh, a lot of their stuff on my iPod. Okay. Uh, the other, let's see here. So Sci-Fi, which is a channel that I really like a lot, um, that's where they have the, the face-off TV show, which is, oh, it's so good. It's so good. So they are doing a <laughs> show now. Um, I believe this is the first time that they're doing this, uh, but it, I might be wrong. I, like I said, I haven't been there in the last uh, couple of years, but there's a sci-fi live from Comic-Con. And what's interesting about this is that it will be hosted by Zach Levi. Um, Zach Levi is the host of Nerd HQ, which is what I attended when I went to Comic-Con. And uh, it was um, just... It was a fun show. It was actually all the proceeds for um, that show went to charity. He would he would choose a certain type of charity each year. And as a result, he would um, have different types of celebrities come on. And it, it, you really wouldn't know who would be attending until the day of. 
and it would be this live taping that they would do. I can't remember if it was going to be on a particular TV channel or if it was just going to be, I, I, I know that they posted on, on the, the YouTube or whatever, but it was, it was fun. It was, it was a cool thing. And actually it was done away from the actual convention center. And that's one of the other things too, about San Diego, San Diego comic-con. It's not, limited to just the, the building. I mean, the, it has now spread into all of the accompanying surrounding hotels as well as the restaurants. I mean, it's, it's just everywhere. It's just bananas. So it's pretty cool. Sci-fi live from Comic-Con um, returns this summer as the ultimate TV destination and fan experience. Um, with a ticket, lucky fans will gain access to the sci-fi outdoor stage for a super fan's greatest dream, a live show with breaking news, exclusive content, and unique access to the biggest stars and franchise casts. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. Tickets are free, but space is limited. Ooh. So that's interesting. Free 99. That's a good deal right there, Rosman. Yeah. You must be at least 16 years of age and have a valid government-issued ID to be admitted. Anyone who is 16 or 17 years old must be accompanied by a parent or legal guardian who is 18 years of age or older. Just a little devil in the details there for you. So no student IDs, basically. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's happening. It looks like the show dates, uh, you have July, let's see, 20th. It's like Thursday, July 20th at 3.30 p.m., there's another one on Friday, July 21st at 3.30 p.m. There's another one on Saturday, July 22nd at 3.30 p.m. So, hey, that's easy to remember. The only thing is, is that it looks as though you have to join a wait list at this point. Uh, but you never know. The, one of the things that I learned when I went to Comic-Con is don't ever rule something out. If you see it as, quote, sold out, there is literally so much content that's being announced, dropped, surprised, whatever it is. You will have people that will just not show up to a certain type of event. And as a result, people can then get in. I can just see black eyed peas going, man, I've never seen so many kilts all in one concert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I remember we're going to the uh, Dallas expo. I'm like, man, is that guy in a skirt? No, Steve, it's a kilt. I'm like, Okay, it's in a, he's in a kilt. Cool. There's like <laughs> five of them over there in kilts. You're like, yep, you're going to see a lot of that. Uh-huh. Like, okay, I mean, kilts are cultural. I mean, you, know. you had no idea. We had so many Braveheart <laughs> Scottish good folk around here. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see here. So Conan O'Brien is going to make an appearance there. He's going to um, do one of his uh, shows. This is something he's been doing for the last at least a couple of years, um, which is a, a smart move. I feel like for him, he, he, uh, he does a good job of just fitting right in. But on Wednesday, July 19th stars from bright Will Smith, Joel Edgerton, Numi Rapace, Edgar Ramirez and Lucy Fry stars from supernatural Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles. It's either Ackles or Ackles. Um, on Thursday, July 20th, a surprise film cast to be announced. Friday, July 21st, stars from the Game of Thrones. Speaking of which, Game of Thrones is starting in, uh, I think, season seven in like one and a half days. I believe it starts Sunday. Oh, okay. Good to season know. Season seven. So let's see. Alfie Allen, Jacob Anderson, John Bradley, Gwendolyn Christie, Liam Cunningham. Nath let's see. Natalie Emanuel, Conalith Hills, Sophie Turner, and Isaac Hempstead Wright will all be on Conan O'Brien. It's Friday, July 21st. Saturday, July 22nd, stars from the Lego Ninja Go movie. Dave Franco, Olivia Munn, Justin Thoreau, Zach Woods, Michael Pinna, 
Kumail. Ooh, that's a hard one. Nin, Ninjihan, Nanjihani. I'm going to say Nanjihani. I apologize. And Abby Jacobson. So it, he's he's got quite the, the list of, of folks going here. So if you're lucky enough to get a ticket to the Conan O'Brien show, which will be at San Diego Comic-Con, that is something that's uh, worth your while. Um, <clears throat> Conan, it's kind of cool that he's going there because he has the uh, these little segments on his show where he plays a game, like a video game. Yeah. You know, and he, he's not really a gamer, but he's trying to have somebody there to, uh, you know, show him the ropes and whatnot. Oh, sure. Franco, too. I, I thought David Franco was in the first Spider-Man, but that was James Franco. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I think David Franco, isn't he in, in some of those, uh, uh, what, what is he, like 20, 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street, something like that? I think he's, I in, a lot of, I think he's in a lot of those films. Maybe so, yeah. yeah. I'm going to get a little swig of water here, a little ethos, a little agua. So let's see here. Moving right along. Are you a mutant? Find out at San Diego Comic-Con. Everybody's going to say yes. <clears throat> Just as we've been speculating, <laughs> the Hollywood Reporter reveals that the awesome Fox X-Gene screening station is coming to San Diego Comic-Con on the Hilton Bayfront lawn. Attendees will be able to be, quote-unquote, tested for if they have the X-Gene and will be laser scanned and receive a cheek swab genetic test with a nurse. Once registered, you will either receive an I Got Tested sticker of an M sticker to identify you as a carrier of the mutant gene. Six weeks after testing, you will also receive additional information about your personal genetic profile online. That's pretty cool. I don't think they had that last time I was there anyway. Fox had previously held this offsite at Upfronts back in May. There, Fox promoted the gifted with a Sentinel Services mutant testing center, and street teams also roamed the area in New York dressed as Sentinel Service agents and letting people know they could get tested. That's pretty cool. That's a fun little thing to do. So, you know, if you need a break from Comic-Con, you know, you're tired of dealing with the sea of bodies, you can go outside and get some vitamin D and get tested. And it's probably, you know, it sounds like is like kind of the, oh, what's that website where you can find out your genealogy? What is it? Ancestry.com or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like it's it's kind of like that. I was going to say more like breathe fresh air instead of everybody else's exhalation. At <laughs> 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 you. Oh, I'm breathing that in. <laughs> so... <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to have to take you there. I just want to watch your face. You, you are probably going to not be able to handle it. You're just going to be like, <laughs> I'm just going to oh, wear one of those surgeon masks. So this is something that is worth noting. Um, one of the unfortunate things about Comic-Con is you have people who cut in line. You have a lot of line cutters. Not in the Dallas Expo, you don't. <laughs> Everybody's armed, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> but no, just... Um, <sighs> Nothing sucks more than when you are waiting in line for something. Let's say, for instance, you you are waiting in Hall H and you have spent the night on the asphalt or the grass that has, it's not exactly the cleanest grass because you have 100 to 200,000 people who've been walking on in a line. Mm-hmm. So you've been, you've been essentially finding out what it's like to be homeless and sleeping on the ground. And then it's, so you're, you're achy, you're tired, and you don't really sleep because it's noisy. And then when it's about like say two hours before the line is about to move, suddenly you start noticing that someone in, in um, the line ahead of you is letting like 10 people in front of them. 
20 people in front of them, 30 people in front of them. And the thing about it is, is that it's a limited capacity with, you know, regardless of which line you, you are in, whether you're getting a raffle ticket, you know, you have to draw, you have to try, you're trying to score. Uh, or if you're trying to get into Hall H or one of the other halls, Hall H is where the, like all of the biggest announcements are made. It's where all the the big celebrity panels are located and where they have Q&A sessions and whatnot. And so, I mean, if you don't get in, then you're stuck in that line until someone decides they, they are no longer interested and leave. So it's a big deal when you start seeing that nonsense happen in front of you. So to continue on here, it says sometime on Tuesday, July 18th, da, 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 Let's see. In an effort to accommodate as many people as possible with the least amount of impact for all, please follow the rules below. Camping is not allowed. No tents, canopies, inflatables, cots, beds, furniture, large coolers, heaters, large fans, large umbrellas, chase lounges, open flames, or anything of similar size of any kind as determined by the San Diego Comic-Con Convention Center. Sure, Litter was a problem, too, with a lot of stuff out. You know, Litter wasn't too bad. It's Mm. it's especially considering the sheer volume of people. At least when I was there, um, Litter was was not actually very bad at all. Mm. Let's see here. You are allowed... I am. ...to have one chair per person of relatively normal size. Well, what's relatively normal? I don't know. Exactly. I could totally see everybody, like, just asking that question. You may use a sleeping bag or a blanket as well, provided it is only taking up the space of one person. Can I to use a pillow? Yeah, yes, you could probably oh, use a thank pillow. Goodness. You cannot, this is in bold letters, you cannot leave unattended personal items, which are like chairs, sleeping bags, clothing, etc., as a placeholder in line. Someone must be present at all <laughs> times. You, and here's here's the key, you can hold space for up to five people. Mm-hmm. So, so they've they've probably had a, a ton of comments and complaints and oh absolutely yeah that's always a, a, a thing to yeah I don't know I remember when uh, I'd be working Black Friday retail well oh, the joy gasm of that <laughs> and um, and we'd have this thing where uh, we'd make a list with people who are standing in line and I'll say okay you know just if you don't want to stand in line you have some other shopping to do I'll keep your your place here in line. But when I call you, you got to come because the line is still going to grow. And people be like, okay, okay. And I said, I mean it. You got to come when I call you. Yeah. And what will happen is the line will keep on growing just like I know. And I'll call these people saying, hey, your turn's up in line. They go, yeah, I'll be there in like 15. I'm just going to grab a few more things. And they go, no, you got to come now or I'm giving your place up. No, you said, okay, I'm telling you, <laughs> you got to come now. I'm getting death looks from everybody. Yep. And sometimes they would and sometimes they wouldn't and I'd have to give it up. They they come back and ask me, I use it out of my place in line. Like, okay, I got six people ready to go. Like, sure, you got you to gotta respect that. So you know the that one movie trailer that you were curious about, Dark Tower, I believe it was called. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> IGN um, is doing something. Let's see, IGN and Sony are presenting the Dixie Pig. I'm not sure what this <laughs> is, but. Uh, see, IGN, Sony Pictures, and MRC Studios are joining together to host a shindig celebrating the Dark Tower, and you're invited. You can join the free fan party at the Tipsy Crow on Thursday, July 20th at 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. for baby ribs, music, drinks, live entertainment, and more. 21 and over. Cool. 
might be nice also to to get some fresh air as well. Plus, you got to eat something, right? <laughs> and let me tell you, like the the, the food at the uh, the convention center is pretty limiting. I mean, you're, it's basically hot dogs and pizza. Yep. So let's take a little look see here. What what else can we expect from the old comet? Con, eh? Mm, I bet they'll have some Dippin' Dots because Dippin' Dots are on all these conventions. Oh, I love me some Dippin' Dots. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Con, let's tell you, here's Warner Brothers lineup. Warner Brothers is one of my favorite booths to always go to because they've always... Sure. They've got the big guns. Wanda Bryce. Let's see. Justice League, Aquaman... Blade Runner 2049, Steven Spielberg's Ready Player One, and more part of WB's Hall H on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Da-da. The first two days of the San Diego Comic-Con schedule have felt a little... Da-da. Let's see. Where are we going here? Well, uh, is, there a, is there a one-stop shop that people can uh, take a little peeky-peek at? Everything to offer? Uh, no, actually, this stuff is oh. all over the place. Man, <laughs> that's why. That's Good. why I'm, I'm I'm trying to give folks a uh, a solid on this. Mm. I'm, I want I'm I'm consolidating everything into a centralized location so that way uh, they can listen to us and we're trying to give them little nuggets of little pearls. Although having said that, I'm sure most of the folks out there have been doing their their research and due so. diligence. Yeah. So you're doing a solid by consolidating everything. Yes. Exactly. So yeah, the Justice League gang will be there. Uh, they'll, they'll be focusing on the Aquaman movie, which is going to be coming out, I think, in November of this year. Yeah, November. Wait, was that, let's see what here. I'm talking about, uh, yeah, November 17th. Um, but, but this is interesting, too. The um, Steven Spielberg film called Ready Player One. I've not heard anything about this. Nah, neither have I. Interesting. I'd say it looks like it's based off of a novel. <clears throat> huh. That looks pretty cool. So yeah, uh, Warner Brothers is definitely one that um, I always look forward to, and, and they and they tend to also like drop some some latest announcements on the day of certain things too. So keep a sharp eye on that one. <clears throat> Let's see here. We have a Dark Horse signing schedule here. This is uh, you can find this probably on the SDC SDCC excuse me unofficial blog. Uh, SDCC is in San Diego Comic Con. This looks cool. Talent from The Legend of Korra, Wonder Woman, Tomb Raider, Elf Quest, Serenity, and more will be on hand at its booth, which is number 2615. Any cosplay, Russ? (laughs) Oh, there will be plenty of cosplay (laughs) everywhere, I'm sure. That's pretty cool. Let's see. Just like usual, there will be two signing stages, one featuring the artwork of Mike... Manola for Hellboy, um, and the other featuring a showcase of art from the Legend of Zelda, art and artifacts. That'd be cool. You know, I wonder if uh, any of the voice actors for Overwatch are going to show up to this oh, one. I am. I mean, absolutely dude. certain there will be. <laughs> if I was, I would. Good grief! You want to say something? That's twenty bucks. Yeah, everybody, will line up. WWE stars to appear at San Diego Comic-Con. If you're a wrestling fan, contain the excitement. Let's see here. Slap it to a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. Oh, uh, let's see here. I'm trying to find out if I can figure out where they're going to be. Cup of coffee. <laughs> 
Uh, let's, oh, okay. So WWE slash Mattel panel for this year's convention, Thursday, July 20th at 1 p.m. Pacific in room 5AB. That's pretty cool. 5AB. The WWE Women's Evolution takes over Comic-Con. Bailey, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and Nikki Bella bring the straight fire on everything from hugging like a champ and being a legit boss to the rise of female superstars in the WWE. Apparently, MTV is starting to make a footprint at Comic-Con as well. Money machine. MTV's Fandom Fest returns to San Diego Comic-Con to rock Petco Park. Music TV is not doing much music TV stuff anymore. All about shows and reality stuff. Are you ready to rock, San Diego Comic-Con? The MTV Fandom Fest returns to San Diego Comic-Con this year on Friday, July 21st at Petco Park beginning at 7 p.m. and attendees can stop by for a night of activations. Activations? What is that? Cell phone activations. I don't know what they mean by that. A night of activations, giveaways... Uh, live music and more. The event is only open to those with the Comic-Con badges. Interesting. Which is going to be everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't come in here. Why? Well, you don't have a bad, oh, wristband. Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Oh, welcome. Welcome one and all. <laughs> so what are you going to do to me if I don't? I'm going to kick you out. <laughs> For those of you who like Funko Pop, uh, you can get a free SDCC custom Funko Pop um, that deals with Game of Thrones. What, what is this? What have we here? Winter is heading to Comic-Con. HBO returns to their usual site at 628 L Street across from the Omni Hotel for the Winter is Here experience. Fans who stop by will be welcomed to an immersive experience where fans can find individual shareable touch points based on the world of Game of Thrones. Upon entering the, what is this, the winterized entrance, fans will be registered with their own dragon glass RFID wristband that will capture each touch point of a fan's journey throughout the activation, producing individual links with ready-to-be-shared pieces of content. The journey will take fans through Winterfell, Dragonstone, King's Landing, and the North of the Wall. Every guest that goes through the experience will be given a custom SDCC Night King Funko Pop figure, a t-shirt featuring the Night King key art, and an exclusive Robert Ball episode 701 mini post. So, hey, if you're Game of Thrones fans, I mean, the the Funko, have you ever seen the Funko? You know, you probably haven't. Russ. You're such a virgin to this, Steve. I'm going to have to be able to show you this. Anyway, Funko Pop is like this tremendously popular toy. It's essentially like like this one artist that has this um, signature style and he has garnered these licenses over the years. And so he makes all of these famous characters, whether it's like the Walking Dead cast or it's Star Wars characters or Marvel characters, whatever it is. It's literally like the current version of Beanie Babies in terms of the popularity. Like mm. just people love these Funko toys, Funko Pop. What about um, sideshow collectible stuff, Rod? I have done some research on that, and they're remaining tight-lipped for the most part. They have started something new this year where they are teasing certain statues there. I don't have a list in front of me, but I know like they're going to be introducing some sort of nightmare collection. 
Um, and I think it focuses on Batman. Batman. The first one being, of course, Batman himself. But I think they're going to be um, slowly but surely introducing the, the different rogues from the Batman universe. But in more, like like I said, it's it's a very stylized, you know, quote unquote, nightmare version. I don't know if I'm going to be collecting that version or not, just because I'm extremely happy with the Arkham Knight collection I'm collecting from Prime One Studio. Plus, you only have so much shelf space. That too, yeah. Let's see. Fandom returns to San Diego Comic-Con with Party Offsite and more. Let's see if I can give you, get you guys some, some little nitty-gritty details on this. The largest entertainment fan site in the world is heading back to Comic-Con for a weekend full of parties and fun. Fans are invited to stop by Fandom Fest at the Petco Interactive Zone all week long, where Fandom has teamed up with Pepsi to provide a special fantasy food truck dishing out pop culture-inspired foods. Oh, that's cool. And drink pairings, a lounge area for fans to congregate, and a stage that will feature live fandom programs. Fan participatory trivia games cosplay shows and talent interviews no badge is required so come one come all wow that's pretty cool wandering off the street <laughs> can i hang out with you guys sci-fi unveils san diego comic-con 2017 oh sorry about that <clears throat> i uh, accidentally pressed the back button so <laughs> i was reading and then it was gone but now it's back Let's see. Sci-Fi unveils San Diego Comic-Con 2017 plans for Battlestar Galactica, Nerd HQ style dance parties, and more. Get your get your dance on here. Let's see. Beginning with Thursday's programming, there's still plenty of time for your for panel announcements and news. Let's see. Sci-Fi is back in full force at the con with panels for the Ex- Expanse, the Mag- Magicians, Twelve Monkeys, Van Helsing. Dark Mattery, Shadnado 5, Global Swarming, Winona Earp 7 Nation, and Channel Zero, as well as new series Krypton and Blood Drive, Ghost Wars, Happy and More. So there's a ton of stuff that's going on there. The biggest news, though, is that Sci-Fi will be holding a Battlestar Galactica reunion, something they did earlier this year at ATX Television Festival in Austin. Oh, we missed that. Oops. Son of a... The panel will reunite creator Ron Moore and actors Trisha Helfer, Katie Sackhoff, Mary McDonald, Grace Park, and more. So, on top of that, on top of that, Steve. Oh, my goodness. The network may even be saving some content for their own off-site Sci-Fi Presents Live from Comic-Con, which will be held nightly from Thursday, July 20th, Saturday, uh, July 22nd at the Marriott Marquise and Marina with host Zachary Levi, which we just mentioned a little bit earlier, but figured we'd just throw that in since it's right here in front of me. Moving right along. They should have some rules for uh, people trying to steal your swag, too. Didn't you say something about uh, that one point? Somebody, like uh, something was offered at one <clears throat> site and then they're only offering something and you drop something and somebody was trying to take it or something like that. Am I, am I completely misremembering that? I don't rem- remember any kind of theft. I think people have been were, were really good about that. I think it was just the line cutting was the big one. I think the other thing too is just people shoving everybody. Yeah, it was getting a little rude. Yeah. Um, but perhaps that was just an off year. Mind your manners, people. 
Let's see here. We have an FX edition this summer. FX bends the boundaries of Comic-Con's reality and invites fans to enter FX edition 2017. Visitors will immerse themselves in the mind-altering world of Legion in the session's mixed reality experience, suspend the rules of normal in the Atlanta shop shot, and succumb to the twisted terror of American Horror Story as they stare deep into the hypnotic AHS Zotrope. Uh, this will be going on at the Hilton San Diego Bayfront Lawn. Uh, it looks like it's going to be on Thursday um, from 12 to 6 p.m. and Friday from 10 to 6 p.m. Let's see here. Oh, Saturday too. Saturday at 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Sunday. So yeah, I mean, they're going to be there the whole time partying it up. So if you're a fan of FX, then uh, head on over that way. Also, AMC's Dead Quarters. Don't miss AMC's Dead Quarters, the official fan zone of The Walking Dead. And fear The Walking Dead at Comic-Con International, located directly across from the convention center. And open daily, Thursday through Sunday. Stop by and test your swing at the... Was it Negan? Negan? Negan batting... I'm just going to... I'm going to guess. Negan batting cages. Score a chance to meet cast members and so much more. So that's pretty cool. That is um, going to be at the Martin Luther King Promenade in front of the Hilton Gas Lamp Hotel, which is on 4th Avenue and L Street. Uh, let's see. It's going to be going Thursday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And it's also going to be on Sunday, uh, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., which I'm sure that'll be mobbed like usual because Walking Dead is super popular. Um, Has it been more popular in recent days or is it more popular now? I think it's, it, it's, it continues to, to get more and more popular. They now have two TV shows. One's The Walking Dead and they have a second one called Fear the Walking Dead. Right. So they're expanding. You know, you'd be proud of me. I put that on the list to watch on my Netflix. Yeah, look at you. I, I'm, I'm not going to watch it anytime really soon, Russ, but I just put it there to remind myself that I can binge watch it in HD. Better late than never. Okay. Let's see. Marvel, of course, has a huge presence there, which I was curious to see if they would, because since Disney now owns Marvel, they have been going back and forth because, of course, Disney has their expo. It's a D23. They're trying to drum up more and more interest for that. And so people are always gossiping like, okay, so <laughs> how much of a presence will, um, the, excuse me, Ooh, had a little burpy burp. How much of a presence will there be at uh, Comic-Con with regards to Star Wars and Marvel, just considering the fact that they will probably want to show some stuff there. And I, th I have a feeling they're going to be doing kind of a split 50-50. They'll probably have some exclusive announcements for D23 to drive people to, to go check out that show. And then they'll also have some stuff at uh, Comic-Con. Yeah, it'd be smart for them to do both. Um because, A, people only got so much money. And if they're flying in from out of state or out of town somewhere and staying in a hotel and sleeping out, you know, whatever, it's it's kind of a, it's, it, it's an ordeal. It's a thing. And plus, your your fandom of everything else but Disney stuff is going to be there, too, that you could try and capture and bring over to your side, too. So Because not every Disney fan is going to be at Comic-Con. Right. You know, so it, it would make marketing sense to do it there or at least a big part of their, their show there. If they want to do their own Disney thingamajiggy, then they I, can do it later. Uh, if you guys are big TV show fans, which I assume you are, there's probably at least one TV show you like. 
The Hollywood Reporter um, actually, oh my goodness, they have provided an entire lineup here. Um, so for those of you who want to be able to check out what's what, go to thehollywoodreporter.com. They'll, they'll have a bunch of stuff here. But I'll just go down the, the list here quickly. On Thursday, July 20th, you have Teen Titans Go, Voltron, Legendary Defender, Unkitty, Stitchers, Shadow Hunters, Justice League Action, Teen Wolf, Stand Against Evil, and, oh my goodness, Colony, Battlestar Galactica, Van Helsing, Timeless, The Strain, Z Nation, Ghosted, Legion, The Exorcist, The Inhumans, American Dad Animation Preview, 12 Monkeys, Dark Matter, Rocco's Modern Life, Dogs and Cats Living Together, <laughs> Mass Hysteria. Now, um, that's all for Thursday, July 20th, and there's, there's far too much information for me to list on that. I'm just going to give you guys the names of the shows. <laughs> and like I said, you can go... Um, let me see if I can give you the link here. Yeah, it's just hollywoodreporter.com slash live-feed slash comics uh, dash con dash 2017 dash TV dash lineup dash 1017792. Anyway, you could probably just do a Google search for Hollywood Reporter comic SDCC TV show lineup. I'm sure it'll pop up. Let's see. Now, that's just Thursday, Steve. That is just Thursday. Don't rub your eyes at me. <clears throat> Let's go into Friday. The Big Bang Theory, Psych, Young Justice, iZombie, Fear the Walking Dead, The Walking Dead, Bunny Thunderstruck, The 100, Rick and Morty, Game of Thrones, Robot Chicken, Twin Peaks, Mike Tyson Mysteries, DuckTales, The Gifted, Preacher, Bombs, Burgers, The Tick, Outlander, The Defenders, Archer, Vikings, People of Earth, Sharknado 5, A. Arnold, Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> that was Friday. Speaking of The Tick. <laughs> I love how there's, there's just nothing from you. <laughs> Speaking of the tick, do you know Amazon Prime is bringing the tick series? No. Showing? Yeah, they started putting out trailers for it. And I, I didn't I didn't look into it that much, but the uh the main actor does sound the way the tick sounds in the cartoon. It just looks kind of ridiculous. Okay. I mean, it, it's going to be comedy the way I mean the tick is supposed to be comedy. Mm-hmm. So I might give it a watch, but the cartoon I remember was funny and but They've tried and failed a few times to make a, a Tick movie or a Tick series, so I don't know how it's going to go. I should make it a point to also tell you folks that the list of TV shows that I'm running Diary of the Mouth currently, <laughs> it's actually in sequential order in terms of when they're going to be um, showcased at the convention. So it's you know each one starts around 10 a.m. and then kind of goes down. Like I said... Definitely check out The Hollywood Reporter because you can get more details there. Okay, here we go. Are you ready, Steve? Saturday, July 22nd. I'm going to see if I can do those all in one breath. Here we go. Once Upon a Time, Riverdale, The Simpsons, Salvation, Marvel Animation, The Originals, Krypton, Family Guy, American Dead, Lucifer, Star Trek, Discovery, Winona Earp, Happy, Gotham, Mystery... Oh, I took a breath. Ah, sorry. Oh, man. Mystery Science, three th- Mystery Science <laughs> Theater 3000, The Return, Stranger Things, Supergirl, The Magicians, Legends of Tomorrow, Westworld, The Overville, Robert Kirkman's Secret History of Comics, Black Lightning, The Expanse, The Flash, Ghost Wars, Arrow, The Guild, 10th Anniversary Reunion, Future Man, Broad City, SpongeBob SquarePants, Midnight Texas. So, yeah. The- A lot of stuff that I don't watch. Uh, actually, there's... A lot of stuff I don't watch either, but not because I'm not interested. I just actually just didn't know this all existed. Yeah. Gotham, obviously, Gotham, I'm a huge fan. I know a lot of people who do watch those shows, but I'm thinking, man, I I can't watch all that stuff. (laughs) Like, I I recognize all of them, 
I don't know anything about them. Sunday, July 23rd is a much shorter list. Marvel Animation, Spider-Man, Supernatural, The Last Ship, Danger and Eggs, Nico and the Sword of Light, Mr. Mercedes, Doctor Who, Dirk Gintley. And Sundays are always kind of more like that. It's more chill. But I mean, that gives that goes to show just, I mean, if you're a TV fan and you go to San Diego Comic-Con, what the, I mean, how are, how are you possibly going to be able to see all that? There is yeah. no way that you can catch all of that. Plan accordingly. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, I think that that's one of the coolest things about San Diego Comic-Con is that there's something for everyone. Like if you're going to go, there is going to be something there that you're going to dig. So what about any, uh, any video game stuff there? Any, um, uh, let me take new a showings here. or demos or press conferences. Let's see. Uh, there will. Okay. Well, I have, I have a ton of content from you, so you're, you're going to have to be a little bit patient with me while I go through all this. There will be an autograph signing for the Game of Thrones on Friday at 3.30 p.m. and for Westworld on Saturday at 5.45 p.m. at the WB booth. That's worth noting. That's, uh, that's one of the things you got to get in line super early for to get into the WB line. Let's see here. Uh, so much. There's so much. D23. I know we're talking about San Diego Comic Con, but because D23 is literally like the day before, there's also a Funko exclusive. Uh, it's two exclusive Star Wars Dorbs for two. Oh, I'm excuse, excuse me for D23 Expo. Hmm. Fortunately, I'm not seeing anything. You can check it out at Yoda. What is this? Yodasnews.com. I wonder why the S is in there. I'm not sure, but you can get more information from that there. Yoda S News or Yoda's News? Oh, you know what, dude? I think you're right. Wow, I had a brain fart. It's Yoda's News. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's yeah, why I have great. you here, Steve. It's great. <laughs> oh, what do we have? What do we have here, Steve? You're going to take all my fancy, Russ? Oh, man. There's the Comic-Con... I'm waiting to be tickled over here. Tickle me. Gucci, Gucci, goo. There's a Comic-Con 2017 exclusives page. Oh, my goodness. Companies with exclusives. Good heavens. Let me just... Let me... Oh. Oh. Oh! (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to go down this hole. This list is just ginormous. Basically, I'm pretty sure just about every booth is going to have some sort of exclusive there. But um, <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, just go to comic-con.org um, and there should be an exclusives thing there that will have a list for you. Woo! That is a lot. I forgot about just how much there could be. There's so much, Steve. There's just so much. The Lego Ninjago movie locks in on San Diego Comic-Con for those who are fans of Lego. There's a there's always been a Lego booth there, and it's always mobbed, so I'm sure it'll be mobbed even more. Uh, let's see. Nickelodeon's going to be there. Continues to celebrate the 90s with this year's San Diego Comic-Con panel lineup and booth plans. They'll be bringing panels for four of their series, including Rocco's Modern Life on Thursday, Hey Arnold, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on Friday. And SpongeBob SquarePants on Saturday. 
the Nickelodeon booth, which is number 4113. Attendees will have a chance to visit and snap a selfie. Uh, Helga Pataki's Shrine to Arnold. Step inside a 23-foot version of SpongeBob's Pineapple Home for an interactive gaming and video capture experience. Count me in. So you'll also be able to buy exclusive, still yet to be revealed, and buy and then customize a t-shirt featuring characters from Hey Arnold, Rocco's Modern Life, Danny Phantom, Rugrats, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, SpongeBob SquarePants, and The Loud House. I've never heard of The Loud House. Have you heard of The Loud House? I've not heard of The Loud House. Is your house loud? Because mine's not. Mine's definitely not. Yours is louder than mine. (laughs) Well, it looks like Jurassic World is coming to SDCC. Are they going to have real dinosaurs? I believe they will have a real Chris Pratt. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Looks like Hallmark will be there. That's, that's surprising. Aw, Hallmark. <laughs> Hallmark will have a PXL8 pin set featuring R2-D2 and C-3PO, which will retail for 12 bucks. Hallmark will also be giving away a series of Star Wars buttons at their booth. Oh, actually, Conan O'Brien is getting a Funko Pop of himself as well. Okay. I'm looking at it right now. It's like a Flash version. Well, it looks like we have some more Funko goodness. Looks like it's from Star Wars Rogue One, the uh, Bodhi Rook character. You've got a combat assault tank trooper, Supreme Leader Snoke, glow in the dark of Funko. Supreme Leader. (laughs) Can I get a Galactic in front of that? Galactic Supreme Leader. You also have a Star Wars holographic Princess Leia and R2-D2. Life size. No. Aw, what? No, this is purely Funko. Yeah, Funko actually, it's a really appealing style. I dig it. Anyway, there is an absolute ton of content that's going to be at San Diego Comic-Con. I... We'll run out of time here to actually be able to go through each and every one of these little items, but just know that there will be a 20th Century Fox booth, a Warner Brothers booth, Lego booth, Mattel booth, uh, both Microsoft and Sony. I think even Nintendo will be there. They'll have their own video game booths, and they'll be able to um, probably provide a lot of the games that they showcased at this year's E3, just have playable demos on the floor for people to be able to pick up and try out. Um, also on the statue side of things, you know, sideshow collectibles is, is a huge booth that I personally love to go and see just the, the, the latest workings of, uh, different pop culture statues. Prime one studio, which is based, uh, more over in, uh, overseas will have a presence at the sideshow booth. And that's going to be great. They have, of course, the Nickelodeon booth, Marvel and DC, uh, they have the star Wars area. I mean, it's just, more there's just no possible way that you can actually see everything that you want to see i think it's also worth mentioning too that artist alley is one of my favorite places to go and that's where i've been able to meet um stanley lau who goes by art germ he's an incredible artist from singapore i've also um met i can't remember oh alvin lee alvin lee who works on the um oh my gosh i'm having a total brain fart (laughs) <laughs> um, League of Legends. I was uh, I got the 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 legend part, but I was like, what the heck? 
Um, anyway, he's a one of the senior concept designers of League of Legends, and he's also worked on the Street Fighter series. So he's been around for a little while, and he has just a, a really organic um, anime influence style. But it's just it's a super cool drawing style. Um, I, I've also had the pleasure of meeting one of the uh, art directors from Blizzard, who had a, a booth set up at Artist Alley. So anybody who's anybody who's just super talented at, at doing a lot of concept design, a lot of just illustration in general will be there. And, and that's just totally worth uh, coming, going over there and perusing the, uh, the drawings. I would say so. That's your uh, creative outlet. Ah. <laughs> Anyway, that about wraps it up for this episode. We hope that everyone who is attending SDCC will have a wonderful time. I will not be able to go this year. However, there is a chance that perhaps we can get our good old friend Brad to be able to call in every now and then and give us some uh, some live <laughs> updates as to what's going on, if for our, nothing else. A reporter on the scene. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> our, our correspondent Bradley, can you tell us what's going on? Well, it's really windy out here. I just lost my place in line. Yeah, no, no. I, I fully <laughs> expect to hear some line stories because there always will be something that occurs. But uh, maybe we can uh, call him on the phone and be able to see what's going on at uh, Ground Zero there. But if nothing else, post something on Facebook.com. That's right. Yeah, we definitely encourage Bradley as well as anyone else who's attending to be able to, to send us uh, some, some updates, whether it's on Twitter at TV or just go to www.facebook.com slash TV and be able to see what uh, what else going on. If we see something that we haven't listed here on the show, we will definitely pick it up and even give you a little bit of a shout out in thanks. So until next time, I say happy gaming. Bye-bye.